This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. What's the number one thing to ask yourself if you're at the age when most people consider leaving the workforce? The answer to that could affect your lifestyle for years to come. You just asked a super important question, which is critical for people nearing retirement and thinking about working in retirement. Then, research into consumer behavior reveals why we choose to eat what we do and how that behavior affects our weight, as we hear from a consumer behavior specialist. We took photos of everybody's home, of what was on the counter and the cupboard and, say, the plates everything, to see if we could predict somebody's weight without even seeing them if we simply could look at their kitchen. Those two stories are heading your way on this week's edition of InfoTrack, right after this. InfoTrack. The weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. If you're approaching age 55 or older, or you know someone who is, listen up. In planning to retire from the 9-to-5 work world, there's an alternative idea to consider, and it's called phased retirement. Here to talk about this is Katherine Collinson, president of the Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies, a nonprofit private foundation. Catherine, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. First of all, what exactly is phased retirement? Well, baby boomers in particular are reinventing the whole idea of retirement and gone are the days of a office party, a gold watch, and just stopping working altogether. Baby boomers have a vision of phasing in retirement. And when we say phased retirement, it means different things to different people, but it implies a gradual transition. It could involve, say, shifting from full-time work to part-time work, or maybe taking on responsibilities that are more satisfying and less stressful or demanding, or even doing something entirely different in an encore career. What would be some advantages of phased retirement to a worker? There's actually a lot of advantages to it. One of the big things that we've learned with baby boomers is there's a savings shortfall for a couple of reasons. One, people haven't saved enough, but two, is a gift called longevity. And life expectancies are much longer than they were for our parents' or grandparents' generation, which implies the need to continue working and continue earning income to live and to support our lifestyles in our working years and in retirement. What would be uh, some pluses to this for an employer? There are some amazing pluses for an employer because what we've seen in our research is employers greatly value their older employees for their experience, their institutional knowledge, and their ability to train and mentor others. So for an employer, formalizing a phased retirement program, they can tap into this knowledge and expertise to help seamlessly create a knowledge transfer for their baby boomer employees who wish to retire while leaving a legacy to younger workers and the people that will be filling their shoes. We're talking on InfoTrack with Katherine Collinson, president of the Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies, talking about phased retirement. This isn't something a worker can decide to do on their own, right? They have to get the company to buy into it. Yes. Whereas there's a lot of talk about phased retirement, 
To this day, relatively few employers actually have a formal program in place. So if you are a worker who's nearing retirement and that's something that you want to do, more likely than not, you may need to negotiate it with your employer. But it is being done successfully with parts of the federal government, I understand? Yes, the federal government is actually at the vanguard of having a phased retirement program in place, which allows for that transition so that the worker nearing retirement can transition out while training and mentoring their successors. And if this program is successful, it can be a wonderful model for other organizations and companies to follow. Catherine, how would this affect someone's Social Security payments? Would they not be able to start until they're all done working, or what would happen? You just asked a super important question, which is critical for people nearing retirement and thinking about working in retirement. Social Security claiming strategies are very important these days because the day you choose to start receiving benefits can affect your overall lifetime benefits. So we often hear about the haircut that people receive if they start claiming at age 62 versus waiting till their full retirement age, or if they can, even getting a little bump if they can defer receiving their benefits until age 70. That is a big decision which can affect lifetime benefits. And then layering on top of that, working in retirement, that can also affect benefits, including the potential taxation of the benefits. So as you think about working in retirement, it's really important to get super savvy of how that will affect your Social Security benefits. And resources you can go to include ssa.gov, the Social Security Administration's website, or even consider talking to a financial advisor. What about health insurance for those who are under 65 who want to do phased retirement, but they're ineligible for Medicare? Well, now with the Affordable Care Act, an important thing that they can do, especially if you're working and you have a full-time job with benefits and you don't want to give up those benefits, As you're thinking about a phased retirement, any opportunities that you're looking at, look in to see whether they're extending eligibility for health care coverage as part of those benefits. And then if not, do your homework on what's available on the open market through the exchanges and insurance companies. I will add Transamerica Center for Health Studies, which is our sister research organization, has cheat sheets for all 50 states of what your health care options are through the Affordable Care Act. Oh, that's terrific. This is a sort of an off-the-wall question, but might some less-than-ethical employers agree to cut someone's hours in phased retirement but not give them any help so they have to do more work for less money? Well, from a employee or a worker's perspective, know your employer. Hopefully that will not be the case. And as we learned, especially through the recession, so many employers had a really hard time just making it through the recession. Regardless of the employer's situation, it's important for all of us to have a plan B if things don't work out as expected. And it can be the scenario that you just described, or it could be some other intervening circumstance. But have a plan B, especially as you're nearing retirement and looking at your different options 
before you sign up for something, do your homework. And if there is a certain amount of risk associated, have a plan B. So if that doesn't materialize or work out as expected, that you can move on to a new situation. I guess it's possible if you have a good relationship with your employer, you could perhaps try phased retirement. And if you don't like it, you could go back to full-time work. Yes, you can. I talk to a lot of people in my travels. This is a big topic. Uh, Anybody who wants to talk about it, I'd love to have conversations. And I do know people who have taken the step, the bold step, to approach their employer about phased retirement. And in all cases, it's actually worked out really well, where they've approached their employer, indicated that they'd really like to retire, say, in the next 12 to 18 months or even two years, and to do it in a sort of an orderly fashion so that they're reallocating time between working and other things. In one instance, it was caring for an aging parent. And they've been able to sit down with their manager and their employer and to map out a plan. Interestingly enough, in a number of cases I know, the employee has successfully negotiated that and then the employer discovers they can't live without them. And the challenge has actually been not from the employee perspective, but the employer perspective not wanting to let go. Well, this is all terrific information. Catherine Collinson, president of the Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies. It's a nonprofit private foundation, and you can learn more at their website, which is transamericacenter.org. Catherine, thank you so much for joining us today on InfoTrack. Well, thank you for having me. Next, an expert in consumer behavior says he can predict how much you weigh just by seeing your kitchen. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned.